This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. It is so hard to talk about ourselves. And I feel like introverts do get it a little bit harder because we're just kind of like, what what can we say? But enough people in the world, we just don't want to feel like we're bragging. We don't feel like we're being boisterous. There's such a negative connotation with talking about yourself that, oh, you're not enough statistics. Now you think so highly of yourself. You think you're better than everyone else. And that happens all the time. And it gets really hard to do that when you really need to talk about yourself in a decent light in like interviews, networking events, or just when you're talking about your ideas with other people, whether you're doing like a coaching thing or um, maybe we're just kind of talking with people that are friends, not friends, acquaintances, whatever else about like an idea you have, trying to get the ideas out there, especially because when it comes to like a good idea that has pieces of yourself in it and being able to talk about yourself gets really hard. And the thing is like for us, it's, you know that deer in headlight feeling? We're just not great at this. But there are some some tricks to make things a little easier. And not all of these work in every situation. I have used this plenty of times on things because you just you kind of need someone to help kind of break into things. And when you're not great socially, especially when I was a lot younger, when I wasn't as great socially, it was just nice to have have these options to kind of have on hand. First one is, honestly, get others to do it for you. We all got extroverted friends. You all got that one hype person that just loves to kind of like say great things about you. or You know one person. Or you can try to find a person like, honestly, they're not hard to find where they just love talking about other people. They love connecting other people. And I have a couple of them in my life, and I am so grateful for them. And they are very good at telling people what they need to know about you when they introduce you or when they talk about you when you're not there. And they can cater to what they say about you to the situation. Like, I know someone who, we do podcasting stuff together, and... She's always kind of like, yeah, she's really good at knowing how to DIY stuff, or you want different ideas, or different things. Like, like she's like, oh yeah, you know, she's really good at doing organizing. She really knows how to hype people up. And I believe me, I absolutely love that she does that for me, because it helps kind of break the ice. They already have something kind of good to see about you. Yes, we kind of have that problem, especially when I was younger, when you had friends who would say kind of stupid or mean shit about you well you know those people are kind of like oh that's so and so like but just be careful she can be bitchy at first like what the hell would you say that to people that's that's not very helpful you can say it especially a nicer way or you can say a little bit kind of like yes you can give them a warning that they're they could be a little bit abrasive or that it's like yes they can be a little opinionated stuff like that like that sounds a lot nicer than just being straight bitchy you have to be careful about having those kind of friends and those kind of people in your life. Sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes they're just in your life because they're friends of friends, friends of a family member, wherever else. So, sadly, if you, you can't always shut them up. But it's always having nice to have other people talk about that. Like, I have my mom 
talks about my apparel line to people all the time. Anytime she sees anyone else, because when she works at what she does mostly in life, she doesn't wear athletic leisure. She usually doesn't. When she sees someone else, she's like, oh, yeah, you're like, you're like these kind of colors. You should try this out or like that. Like she turned into the one hype person I didn't expect because I didn't expect because she didn't wear it. It's not really something that was like in her life, but because it was in mine, I'm her child kind of thing. It was a very different thing. Number two is crafting your own story or elevator pitch. I know a lot of people, we hate our elevator pitches because they're so impersonal. They're so condensed when you you have so much you want to say. But the point is, they're so useful, especially for networking or stuff like that, because you need to get people's attention and you need to give the information that's basic, what they really, really need right now. Like you, elevator pitches are two, maybe three sentences. Like if you talk about my business, Courageous Creativity, it is, I help misfits and black sheep create freedoms on their own term. That's the first sentence. I do this through consulting, blog posts, podcasts, digital paper products, and soon to be an e-course. That's kind of the second one. Because first one is, what do you do and who do you help? And the second one is how you do so. You can always kind of have other options of like you help mothers who are postpartum and you help them make sure they can, they get a standard that nothing is wrong with them or whatever else. There is, that's kind of like an elevator pitch of like the basic kind of like who, what, when, where, why, like whatever that's important for your, what your branding is. When it comes to like interviewing and networking events when you don't have like a specific business, it is cater what you're doing there. Like if you're doing something for work, like I went to this school, I do this kind of charity work, do something that shows that you will fit into their culture, that will fit into what their dynamics are looking for. If you're doing for work, like yes, I, I've been trained in Photoshop or I've been trained in um, CSS for websites. If you're doing something for it or whatever else or you've been you've been working with computer like building computers from scratch since you're a little kid with your family that kind of builds into there you need to give yourself at least like two or three sentences to kind of have on hand because that first awkward part of the introduction and everything else is always so hard for us and believe me i hate it all the time because it's especially because it's a repeat but if you have something already there you're not kind of scrambling on like, oh, this is that sounded weird how I said it. Because if you're not on the spot for saying things and you say something kind of random in there because you're just trying to fill a space and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know about this. But like, oh, I love making outfits for my dog. That has nothing to do with someone wanting to hire you. That was kind of weird. Please don't put that out there until people know you a little more. Like if you're at a convention with fabric or seamstresses or anything else, that's a little different. That's kind of useful. But if you're trying to get a job like at a corporate place or you're at networking to try to find vendors for certain things, that doesn't really help you. And having that elevator pitch is just kind of, that gives you a breather because you're not thinking about it. It's already there. You're just repeating it over and over again. And it gives you that couple of seconds for your brain to kind of catch up to what's going on. It gives you that extra breather to just have that first like, oh my God, new person, uh freak out and then kind of okay we're good we're in this conversation it's moved along people start asking questions and then you can kind of go in the back and forth 
the third one is showing it in a way that's most comfortable for you. I mean, you see this in people who have like fandoms who are into certain things. We wear that shit all the time. You have people who have buttons and patches about different conventions they go to, favorite TV shows, characters they love. I mean, there's millions of ways that you can do that. You can put it on your own social media, which people, especially if you're trying to do something for work or people trying to do stuff to work with you, they're going to look. They're going to look at your social media, put stuff on there. People know I have a dog. People know I love dogs. That is part of my personality. I created shirts about dogs. I have, that's kind of just my thing. There's other stuff where you show that you're a creative person by the outfits you wear, by the way you do your hair, by your makeup, by the different hobbies that you do. There, there are, the, those little things are kind of the ones that kind of introduce you before you're even in the room with you're at like say a conference like any kind of conference there is an overarching thing everyone knows that you're there for that thing whether it's inventions science podcasting anime whatever else y'all are there for a reason that is kind of like a calling card and you can also make sure you can have enough stuff that shows what you're doing there you can have it in the things that you're like reading or you are talking, you can talk about in the things that you like to do. Like where they like to do research. Where you like Greco-Roman artwork. I don't know. But those are kind of just little ways to show who you are. And what you can and can't do in a more comfortable way. And that's kind of like in a, in a way of expression. Where you have it in your home. Where they have it in the pictures that you show off. The Whatever you kind of talk about in your public life. Like if you have stuff kind of at work and you ha- you're allowed to have stuff on your desk. You have pictures of like all your animals or your family. Or you kind of have little like figurines out there that you love to do. That is a part of who you are. And a kind of part of like in a way self-promotion but in a more of a personal way. Because not everything needs to be very cut and dry about... Or everything needs to be just very business and it fits in a certain box. It needs to be oh, all these little things. But no, you, the part of the thing that some people like to do is to know who you are as a person. Like they feel like they can trust you. They can feel like they have something in common with you. That is part of self-promotion. Not just, well, you're a company. You work at a company and I need to make sure that you, yes, can do X, Y, and Z and by this date kind of thing. But if you know... Like if you were hiring like a graphic designer, you want to see what they can do. You want to see the portfolio. You want to hear testimonials. So putting us like putting little things out there has always been really nice. And believe me, getting stuff like that on, like it's really hard for me to ask for um, reviews like on iTunes for my podcast because it's kind of like if you like it, you would try to do it. For me because it's a nice thing to do but I'm like no it really would be helpful I would love it for someone else to if you liked what you heard to please put a review up there so other people can kind of see that because no you know as much as I do you look at the reviews when you buy a product I always check them out especially I, I check to see like what the range is 
because if it was all fives, I almost never believed those. Because that usually means they had like they paid someone or some bots to like pretty much take over the whole thing. But I checked to see what the range is. If there's some there's some fours, some threes, a couple twos, and ones. That's fine. I'm excited for that. But I'm looking at like where there's equal amounts between one, two, three, four, and five stars and for reviews and everything else. Then I'm a little kind of worried, and I just you start checking. You see, you see the dates. You see how much they wrote. If you send like the little ones, like the one star things, and there's no information, that's someone just being a dick, pretty much. There's nothing that they really wanted to do. They just wanted to be assholes, but because something you did didn't fit with what they wanted, or that you didn't bend over backwards, kind of thing. Same thing with podcasting. Same with if you have a service you like, you like being able to show it out there. Like when we do with uh, businesses, they put on their websites, they put testimonials of people, what they liked. They share what other people share about what they like about their products. I've shared people who've had some of my leggings out there and what they said and kind of share a picture about it. Or I have like a, you take a screenshot of someone saying that they really enjoyed that episode that you had on that podcast or that YouTube video or everything else. That is a way that's most comfortable for a lot of people is to show what other people say. And this is different from the first tip about how getting others to do it. That's someone you need to trust. That's someone in your life that you need to have enough knowledge about you. But this is another comfortable way is to have someone else say for you that has no relationship to you at all. And then you can kind of just quickly copy and paste it. Um, copy and paste it onto things, social media, websites, and everything else. And that's kind of a, a way to self-promote. There is no reason to feel weird or bad about this. We're going to feel weird about it. There's nothing about we can change about that. I will always feel awkward promoting myself in any way. It's honestly, I don't know how I have so many people still listening to any of my podcasts. I do enjoy it. I do appreciate you people for that. And that is a sense of of self-promotion. I promote myself by having my voice out there from things that I say. And I hope more people put their voices out there for what they want to do, whether it's writing a blog post and YouTube videos, TikTok videos, podcasts and everything else, because that's promoting you. I do this to promote myself, my businesses, the topics I want to talk about. And yes, it it's always going to be awkward. I'm always going to have that problem of like, am I saying enough for people to enjoy it, to get something out of it and not feel so narcissistic like there's always there's there will always feel for most people the idea of like am I doing enough to make it worth me talking about myself or anything about myself and we all need we all need to just calm down on that we all need to just be okay with talking about ourselves and even just having a humble brag of some things that you've done You are allowed to be proud of things that you've done in the world and be able to talk about it. Not everything is going to be about that that somehow you're better than other people. Like, you're allowed to brag about that you finished college, that you got a good job, that you've done certain things to other people. And especially should be good to do so when you need something from these people, whether it's a job collaboration or stuff like anything like that there should always be an exchange for that but they need to know 
that you are human and that you have other facets to yourself because we trust people who we feel are actual people. And so you don't need to hide who you are for the most sense on most things because there's always going to be someone who's going to share in that and feel better about it. And that's part of what self-promotion is, that you find the commonality, whether it is like, oh, we went to the same college. We love the same fruit. I don't know. There are little things that kind of just connect you to like, oh, yeah, see, you would be a good employee. You would be a good person for me to hire to do my website. This would be someone great to take pictures of my family because I understand they're, they do great with these families. Or I, I want to do pictures of my family, but also my pets, and you do great with pets. Those are the things that you need to promote about yourself so other people can choose you for certain things that you want to do. So that was a little kind of roundabout at the very end there, but I wanted to make sure that everyone kind of just knew that they had they had the option out there, that the, it there are tips and tricks to make it a little easier for yourself. It will always feel awkward, but we all need to do it because we all deserve to make better choices, better decisions, and get chosen for better things in life. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the introverts bubble or courageous creativity. 